That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey, folks, before we talk to Buzz, let's talk about Omaha Steaks. Make home your favorite new restaurant this winter with Omaha Steaks delivered straight to your door. Have you ever wondered what makes Omaha Steaks so good? Well, it's the aging process, of course. Omaha Steaks are aged at least 21 days. That's where the magic happens. Try these mouth-watering steaks in the Butcher's Best Sellers package. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter the promo code VOICES into the search bar to save over 50% and secure exclusive pricing, including Included in the Butcher's Best Sellers Package are four iconic tender Butcher's Cut Filet Mignons, four Ultra Juicy Burgers, four Savory Pork Chops, four Kielbasa Sausages, four Rich and Decadent Caramel Apple Tartlets, and so much more. In addition to getting more than 50% off, you also get four chicken breasts and four more of those delicious burgers for free. All you have to do is visit omahasteaks.com, type Voices in the search bar to order the Butcher's Best Sellers Package today. Save over 50%, plus get four free chicken breasts and four burgers all from the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years that's omahasteaks.com type voices in the search bar again omahasteaks.com and now let the cartoons begin recorded live in the usa covering the whole wide world right on! this is the bob seska show presented by bubblegenius.com now netflix brings you the untold story of a festival. The most insane festival the world has ever seen. The festival that went horribly wrong. Our country's in big trouble, folks. From the people who brought you the fire festival. Where is it again? So it's in Maryland? It's CPAC, the Liar Festival. Liar Festival. <laughs> Witness the tragedy of what happens with the combination of hubris. He could convince anyone of pretty much anything. And incompetence. Just wait until you see what you're getting yourselves into. I said, let's go to Iraq! <laughs> the Liar Festival. And I'm in the White House and I was lonely. He just would not take no for an answer. With entrepreneurs. They are embracing socialism. TV pundits. Green New Deal, 70% marginal tax rate. Politicians. They're trying to get rid of all the cows. And hamburgers. They want to take away your hamburgers. Lots and lots of hamburgers. Sebastian Gorka. Oh my <laughs> the Liar Festival, coming to Netflix. Bob Seska! Hi, Bob! Hi, Bob! Hi, Bob! Hello! The Bob Seska Show! <laughs> Rocky Mountain Mike, a man for all occasions. From our nation's capital, it is Thursday, February 23, 2021. And this is the Bob Seska Show on the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Hi, my name is Bob. Hello, Bob. Hello. Day 35 of the Biden-Harris administration, 632 days, I, I'm sorry, 623 days until the 22 midterms. 
Oh, and here he comes, Captain Retirement. When you say Miles Burbank, you've said it all. <laughs> Hello. Okay, okay. We, we can talk about the burger, but uh, you'll have to pry the French fries from my cold, dead hands. <laughs> Freedom fries, sir. Freedom fries. <laughs> Hi, Bob. Hi, Hi. everybody. Hi. Uh, he, he, of course, is uh, Bob Seska. Mm-hmm. I'm Buzz Burbank, and one of us is using a phony name. Me. That's me. Not not saying who. Uh, Bob and I just got some exciting news. We're really uh, jacked about this. Uh, Last Tuesday's show is being made into a Hallmark movie. (laughs) Very proud. Perfect. I'm glad to see, uh, you know, just I try to keep my eye on the news, even though I'm, I guess, retired now. I say I guess because I I haven't had a moment to look up. Um but I'm I'm glad to see that Texas finally getting some relief in the weather. Uh, last week, as you know, it, it got so cold in Texas that uh, to keep warm, some families started burning their politicians. Good, smart move. Very smart move. Yeah, they burn a long time. <laughs> um, the the Mars rover. Uh, this is exciting news. I love and Rocky Mountain Mike posted some video of this, mm-hmm. uh, as many other people did, yep. and it's just stunning. I can't. I can't stop watching it. And so far, we've seen it's photographed uh, Martian rocks and Martian soil. And uh, all along the landscape, parts from a Boeing 777. We did not <laughs> God, We did so- not expect <laughs> to see that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I am enjoying retirement, though, mm. so far. Uh, you know, the, the few moments of, of rest that I've had. I uh, got to go to the beach over the weekend, which was exciting. Uh uh, in more ways than one, actually. I uh, While I was at the beach, I saw a woman arrested for violating the mask ordinance. Oh, man. Yeah, she was wearing it in the wrong place. The Bob Seska Show. Uh, it's Rocky Mountain Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. Leaving home, COVID's exploded. I've been worried some. Riding along on this bigger jet plane, I saw something that was so dumb. Got no mask and he's not far away. And he looks like JFK Killer's son. And I don't want to get a whiff of any of that funky virus coming out of his nostrils. Ted Cruz jet airliner. Keep that mask bastard away. Very Rocky Mountain Mike. Holy shit. And you know, Buzz, I I went back into the archives for this one because it turns out that Ted Cruz, he must have some issue with running away, fleeing the scene for some reason, jumping on an airplane, which, by the way, I wanted to add, Buzz, with this yes. Ted Cruz controversy where he uh, tried to flee for Cancun as soon as there was trouble right. in Texas. Right. It seems like if Donald Trump were still president, this would be completely a non-story. We would have forgotten about this like hours after it actually happened. But now that Trump is gone, 
we can kind of look at scandals the way they need to be looked at. We have the luxury now of taking a look at guys like Ted Cruz and going, ha, see, now you fucked up, you slimy bastard, you. And it makes me wonder uh, how many of Rocky Mountain Mike's songs are evergreen or, you know, uh, because... I'm sure he does some of these songs thinking, well, you know, this will be over soon and, and uh, this song will be forgotten. And and maybe there are some like that, but there are. this is not the first time that mm. we've been able to reach back and find something that he's done before that fits the right now. That's and exactly so that's, right, yeah. That's very cool. It's more evergreen than I think even he realizes. Exactly. So, yeah. and speaking of COVID, there was a, one of those questions in the White House press room yesterday. Okay. This ABC News reporter, Cecile Celia Vega asked Jen Psaki a question that suggested that Joe Biden is responsible for the most recent batch of 100,000 COVID deaths. Here's what here's the question that she presented to uh, Jen Psaki in the press room. She said, you mentioned at the top of your remarks the grim milestone that the country is facing today with these 500,000 deaths. She added that 100,000 of those Americans have died within the last month and then asked, what reflections is this White House having on the last month as we ask as a country, could more have been done? As Dr. Fauci said today, it didn't have to be this bad. Could more have been done in the last Uh month also? And that is kind of trying to tag Joe Biden, not even kind of. This is trying to tag Joe Biden with responsibility for the last 100,000 COVID deaths, which doesn't make any sense whatsoever, because, first of all, scientifically speaking, there is nothing the Biden administration could have done to reduce those 100,000 deaths, because as uh, Tommy Christopher wrote in Mediaite, those infections all occurred either during the last days of Trump's presidency or maybe during the first week of Biden's. I don't know how he could have. This is plus an entire year of uh, uh, shirker, irresponsibility, and so on that has been embedded into the mindset of most Americans, whether they're isolating or not. And we get to this point, and suddenly, because all of these infections have happened at the tail end of Trump, at the beginning of Biden, then it's all it's got to be all Biden's fault, even though there was nothing really he could have done to prevent that. And so now also... I think one of the reasons why Cecilia Vega asked this question is that they're making a big stink about this on the Red Hat side of the ledger. Right. Like I think Don Jr. did a video about hundred thousand dollars, or at least tweeted about it. I mean, they're they're talking about it on Fox News Channel, trying to lay the blame. I mean, they're rushing to do this. It's sort of like when Obama took over for George W. Bush, and they were blaming the fact that I guess it was mm. in either February of two thousand nine or March there were. 800,000 jobs lost somewhere in there. And then, oh, my God, this is absolutely Barack Obama's fault, and even though it wasn't. I, you know, it's a little like blaming the new fire chief who, who let's say, the, let's say a beloved landmark is on fire and it's yeah. been burning for 12 hours. We'll reduce the months of the pandemic to hours of a fire. Right. And this fire's been burning for 12 hours, and in the 11th hour, mm-hmm. a new fire chief is named. That's and you right. ask him, well, what'd you do to prevent the thing from burning down? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, yeah, so it's a very unfortunate question, and it does, unfortunately, give credence to the crap that still spews out of right-wing media, starting mm-hmm. at Fox and, and but all the others. Or, you know, for, here's another great example. 
the deficit. Everyone tried to blame Barack Obama for the the $1.4 trillion deficit, which today, by the way, is a joke. I mean, we are so far beyond right. a $1.4 trillion budget deficit. But back in 2009, Barack Obama was immediately blamed for it, and it did enter into the popular zeitgeist. I mean, people were going around repeating this information as if it were 100% back. It's Barack Obama's fault that we're in debt, and this is going to be the coming of socialism to fix it, and you know, we're going to raise taxes and all the rest of it. It was the screaming that was going on from uh, the far right. And of course, right. it was a bu- the $1.4 trillion budget deficit was a consequence of, of George W. Bush's last spending bill that he had signed at the end of the fiscal, Between that you know, the Iraq, fiscal year yeah. the previous year. So, yeah. So it was really his fault. But again, because of the transition, it gets really confused in there. Same with the deficit and the debt and all the rest of it. Yeah. Right wing uh, politicians and right wing media are very clever and they know that Americans are very much now uh, an an instant sort of society, instant gratification society. Yeah. And so that's a very easy uh, emotion to play on. Why isn't it fixed already? (laughs) Why why, why isn't it fixed? And and by not fixing it, aren't you making it worse? And and I just, I worry about amplifying the, the that nonsense from right-wing politicians. Uh, I'm tired of seeing uh, Steve Scalise uh, on CNN, for example. Mm-hmm. Why? Why is he there? Yeah. Why are we amplifying that? <laughs> uh, is that and, and how is that helping? I mean, I just don't see that that's helping anything. Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting uh, Mike Lindell and Lynn Wood to pop up on Meet the Press this weekend or something like that, which is just, <laughs> yeah. no, Why? stop, Why? stop. Yeah, that's... We, we saw where that got us before. This all circles back to this self-conscious attitude that some people, especially in the TV news media have, which is that we need to make sure that we're lopsidedly showing... Republican voices on our program so that we're not labeled with that liberal media bias thing yeah. that, you know, mostly doesn't exist. They and haven't, they, some of them haven't gotten past that. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. I, I, I defer to the real journalists at the post and the times and, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, TV is TV, man. Yeah. And, and as uh, there are some good folks uh, working in and television news divisions, but, uh, it's, it's stuff like Cecilia Vega did here that get amplified and, uh, give people uh, the impression of the media that they have, even though it's only a, a sliver of what goes on. Yeah, right. It'd be one thing if Don Jr. was saying this, which he is, but, but it's another yes, thing entirely when someone who's more reputable, like, you know, ABC news trying to do this and, and from the motivation of, well, we don't want to be criticized because it looks like we're being, uh, we're asking softball questions of the new administration. And so this, there's a self-consciousness that irritates me like, okay, let them have their screaming. You don't need to pander to them by asking ridiculous questions in the press. Ask the questions I, that are factually based and you I know, think, clarifications and so on. I think the best thing the media media can do and the best thing all of us can do is to spread the truth and to spread common sense. Uh, the fire chief analogy, for example. Yeah. The, the fire chief who comes in at the 11th hour and everyone asks, well, why'd you let the building burn down? <laughs> Uh, he just got there and the same is true of Biden and, uh, things don't happen that quickly. And, uh, this has been, and uh, the charts show it. This is this peak, uh, this most recent peak that we're now falling off of. Yeah. Uh, Actually, the numbers have fallen dramatically over the last month. If you want to know the answer to that question. Oh, right. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, we've got, we look at how we got here. Look, go, go back and look at the charts Mm -hmm. from when, uh, during uh, the Trump presidency. Yeah. And you'll see exactly what happened over the last. 
last year. And I think that all that was part of Jen Psaki's answer. So if, and that's important. That's good. Yeah, that's good. absolutely. So, you know, there is smart people in the White House right now. There is right smart now. people. There, there is. is smart people in the White House. Absolutely. <laughs> right. But you know what? So maybe it's good. So maybe it's good that Cecilia Vega asked that question because then that truth, that answer was able to get out there. That's and, right. And if it keeps if it keeps half forty uh, percent of the voter population or whatever it is now mm. off of ABC's back, so that they can continue to report the news as they've done a very good job of doing, uh, then maybe it's okay if they ask a question like that, and we don't condemn all of the media and all reporters just for that one question, that yeah. one microsecond in uh, what has been some of the best reporting I've seen, certainly in print, mm -hmm. uh, over the last year. Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. Be, and I think there is a generalization that goes on where you take uh, one cable news personality, for example, and you <laughs> extrapolate that into the entire media, whatever that means. The entire it media is a lot. bogus. Yeah, it, it, happens, it does happen a lot. So yeah. let's uh, talk about double standards here. Let's talk about Neera Tandon and uh -huh. uh, what's happening with her confirmation process. It looks like... At this point, she's not going to be confirmed, right? I mean, if Joe Manchin isn't there and Doesn't they don't get good. Romney or Collins in to replace this him. Is, yeah. This is fascinating because you and I just last week talked about the dilemma of Joe Manchin last week and uh, the fact that uh, Democrats wouldn't even have that seat in the Senate if it, if it weren't for Joe Manchin bending to the will of his very red state uh, yeah. more times than we would like for him to do. Mm -hmm. You want to give up the seat completely? Let's hang Joe Manchin, by all means. Yeah. You don't You don't want that. You, you honestly don't want that. Uh, but, uh, you know, good luck if you decide to go another way mm -hmm. uh, because I think Democrats will lose that seat entirely in Congress and you say, well, what good is it doing us now? Well, I, I have an answer for that. Um, let's see. Uh, let me go down the page here. Uh, you, you got Merrick Garland as attorney general and Lloyd Austin as defense secretary. You got Janet Yellen in treasury and Pete, Pete Buttigieg in transportation. So let's say it's your birthday. Let's say you're a kid. And here's a, Ed, first it's the fire chief. Now it's a kid having a birthday. I've yeah. got stories for everything. <laughs> So let's say it's your birthday, yeah. and it really is. All of a sudden, it's your best birthday ever. You got uh, you, you Trump's out, Biden's mm -hmm. in. You mm -hmm. got every gift you hoped for. Yeah. Trump and the insurrectionists are being charged and investigated. Manhattan DA has millions of pages of Trump's financial papers. FBI has the call records of every member of Congress from January 6th. Uh, there's, a, there's movement now on the pandemic and climate change. You got all those folks confirmed that I mentioned. Uh, best birthday ever. Uh, you got almost everything you want. Mm -hmm. but you didn't get your near attendant. Damn it. <laughs> Damn it. Worst birthday ever. We're doomed. <laughs> Society and democracy are screwed because I didn't get my near attendant for my birthday. <laughs> Maybe there's a bigger picture here. You know, I, I, I just think, I, I understand uh, there is a double standard. There absolutely is a double standard. Don't bend to that. Two wrongs don't make a right. Just because a Republican posted mean tweets and got a government job doesn't mean a Democrat should be allowed to do the same. Maybe we should think about what we tweet and what we post, especially if it's about the people who are going to be interviewing us for a job. You wouldn't tweet mean things about the person who's going to interview you for the job and then wonder why you didn't get the job. Mm -hmm. it, it doesn't make any sense. And and near attendant, uh, wonderful, and, and an opportunity for a woman to be in that position. All of these things are, are wonderful. And once again, a woman falls victim to this. But 
we do not want to we do not want to lower ourselves to the Republican standard of well, it's okay to tweet mean things and then say you're sorry, and and the comparison to Richard Grinnell, uh, ambassador to Germany, director of office and management and budget. There's no comparison about the importance of those two jobs. Both jobs are of course important, but the OMB job is vastly vastly more important than than being uh, ambassador to Germany. So. What I'm seeing is what I talked about last week, and it's this uh, progressive butthurt attitude that uh, we're screwed, democracy is doomed. No, democracy's been saved. I don't know if you've seen the papers, but (laughs) Joe Biden's been elected president, and 101 things are going your way. Okay, so maybe you lost one. Maybe you're going to lose one. Maybe somebody else is also qualified for that office, and maybe they're a woman too. I don't know. But I just, I see this attitude of we're screwed, we're defeated, democracy is doomed, uh, whenever something like this happens, when the truth of the matter is you're winning. Yeah. What I do see a lot of is justifiable uh, comments about the sexist nature of this. And so far as there have been, I mean, there was four years of just ignoring from the Republicans specifically uh, the the copious, you know, daily uh, onslaught of Trump tweets that were, you know, yes. were oh, yeah. far, yeah. far worse than anything. That doesn't make and but it doesn't make it OK for us to do even a milder version of that. Mm. I, I just, I think, I think we need to be above that. Yeah. I really, I really do. And, and, uh, you know, I'm, things, things we say have consequences. Who doesn't know that already? Yeah, that's things true. Things we say have consequences. If you say something bad about the person who's interviewing you for a job, you're probably not going to get the job. Mm-hmm. I, you know, and it's not because you're a woman. It's because you said something bad about the person who's interviewing you for the job. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what else there is to say about it, at least from my, yeah, it's strange that she somehow made it through the vetting, given um, those tweets, the existence of those tweets, and how that might be an issue in her confirmation process. I'm not sure how that one kind of slipped through the cracks, but I think maybe they justified it the same way that I'm kind of justifying, which is to say that, well, I mean, this seems to be you know, par for the course with people now. <laughs> I mean, everyone's got a an internet record of some kind in which they've said something. The fact is that sometimes your chickens come home to roost. Sometimes things that you yeah. say on the internet come back to haunt you, and that seems to be the case and, here. And not and not all the kids are doing it. Uh, Merrick Garland didn't do it. Janet Yellen didn't That's do true. it. Lloyd Austin, Pete Buttigieg, they didn't do it, and they got the job. Yeah. Magic. It's like magic. <laughs> it's that easy. <laughs> That's right. Right. So uh, let's talk about uh, Joe Biden here before we break and and the remarks yesterday with regard to COVID and the commemoration that occurred. I just got to say that thank God someone has finally done this. At the very least, a moment of silence. Those of you who listen to the show long enough know that for the past year, since March at least of last year, I've been asking the question, when are we going to have a moment of silence for all the people that have died unnecessarily because right. of this virus, died because of Trump's irresponsibility and hubris, died because of his attention to uh, trying to get reelected, died because the rest of our fellow Americans uh, decided, oh, this is not worth making the sacrifice. And so therefore, we're going to worsen the spread by self-indulging and having our pool parties and all the rest of it. Um, this could have all been avoided Yet at the same time, there was 
zero done in terms of commemoration right. through that entire time. Right. And, I, and we know why it was, because Donald Trump doesn't want to acknowledge bad news. He doesn't want to put it out there because he's got to hide from all of his irresponsibility and incompetence. Right. And that's why uh, there was no mention of it throughout that entire period of time in terms of taking a, a, a moment to solemnly remember those who have uh, been lost because of this. And... Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just going to say, what a difference a president makes. What yeah. a difference having a president makes. Mm-hmm. Uh, we didn't have one for four years. We had an idiot with a Twitter account. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Now now we have a president. I, I remember what this was like. It's, it's all coming back to me now. Yeah. Uh, now that, that Joe Biden is president. Oh, yeah, presidents do things like that. It, it was uh, touching and poignant and important. And uh, it came on a day uh, that we got uh, poignant comments as well from Merrick Garland. Uh, it's good to hear good people speaking publicly again and, and that those things are getting amplified as well. And it, it was, we also got good news yesterday about Trump's taxes and about, uh, overturning the Pennsylvania election and yeah. uh, all kinds of, the good news just continues to pour in, uh, as we continue to win. And, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, the, taking the time, uh, in, in Biden's case yesterday, uh, taking a moment for humanity, mm-hmm. uh, that's a, that's feels refreshing after four years. Yeah. And you can see why so many people voted for Joe Biden this last time around. I think right, one right. of the reasons is because they know they've got someone who has that level of empathy, that level uh-huh. of experience with loss. And I don't think anyone else could have telegraphed that kind of connection with the American people who's suffering through half a million Americans lost to this pandemic half a million americans who didn't have to necessarily die because of most this. of them no yeah. the vast majority no absolutely and, and you can't imagine many other presidents saying this and i think again only joe biden could have said this particular line that i, I thought it was extraordinarily poignant uh, coming from him especially was i promise you the day will come when the memory of the loved one you lost will bring a smile to your lips before a tear to your eye and he that was just such a gorgeous sentiment. It is, and he would know. He, you know that that's yeah. coming from his own experience. Yes. Uh, and and that makes it even more real. You know, these are not the phony words of a phony politician. Uh, this is a man who has felt those things and apparently feels them now for uh, those who have suffered loss mm-hmm. over the last year. Uh, oh, you know, oh, the humanity. Uh, yeah. It's so nice to have it back again. Yeah. And you know what? This week, really, that hit home so profoundly for me because this this week is Ches Week. We're coming up on the uh, the uh, 25th yes. here of February. is the four-year anniversary of uh, losing Ches. Um, wow. And so that's front of mind kind of right now uh, for people like me and Jody Hamilton, for example, on the Stephanie Miller show this morning, talking about how she lost two brothers and two sisters and her dad. You can't fake that kind of overlap with the people who are listening to you, the people you're trying no. to reach out to. It can't be you can't bullshit your way through it. Maybe it's, that uh, was the best thing about yeah. it was that you knew it was real, that, yeah. that he's not only said the right thing, mm-hmm. but you knew it wasn't bullshit. You knew it was real, that you knew yeah. it was coming from his heart. 
Well, if something is interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, consider our sponsor, BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp seeks to provide professional help with ease. It's not a crisis line. This is a professional counseling service done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with a licensed professional therapist. Start communicating in under 48 hours, connecting in a safe, private online environment. Send a message to your counselor and receive a timely response. Schedule weekly video or phone sessions, whatever works for you. Anything you share is totally confidential. If you want to try a new therapist, it's simple and free to switch. BetterHelp says they're more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. Start living a happier life today. You'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash sexyliberal. Join over 1 million people who've taken charge of their mental health. Go to betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash sexyliberal and receive 10% off your first month. Betterhelp.com slash Sexy liberal. Thank you. The Bob Seska Freak Bass from Ohio. This is brand new, brand new single. Show you the way. Oh yeah, FreakBass.com. Also, FreakBass.com slash music on the Facebook. He he does a lot of podcasting on his Facebook page. You got to check it out. He does like a chit-chat show on Saturday nights and... I think he and I are going to do a show together in March at some point to talk about cool. the uh, Zack Snyder director's cut of Justice League. Well, <laughs> still available. We yeah. It's still available is your interview with him. Uh, oh, yeah, that's the last right. couple of weeks, yeah. Absolutely. And guess who's yeah. going to be interviewed tomorrow on this show? I have no idea. That would be you. Uh, the what? Great- <laughs> Buzz Burbank. You know Buzz, this guy, Buzz Burbank? He just retired from doing the news. Uh, so we're going to... I don't gonna, blame him. <laughs> we're going to talk about uh, his life and news, your life and news uh, tomorrow on the interview wow. show. So I'm looking forward well, to that. Well, that'll be interesting. I wonder what I'll say. Yeah. Well, you may not end up <laughs> saying anything because of the goddamn internet. I, I should tell you all, we have Today's had show. the first half hour of this show it took us an hour and a half to actually record because of the internet issues and this, and then and yeah. then and then we got deep in the show and uh standards and practices made us uh, cut out a whole segment where bob and i got into a fist fight so <laughs> <laughs> exactly right that'll never yeah uh, the lost tapes so uh, but i i had to say i i had to say i i don't even know how to respond to the kind things you said about me uh, in my last newscast. And, uh, I mean, I was just floored, flattened by what you had to say. I, 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 I don't have any words. Thank mm. you. I, I guess you like me. I, I, it's what I gathered. 
Promise. Well, yeah. you're so immensely important, uh, not only to me ah. right now as a friend and, and oh, well. co-hosting on this show, but, you know, going back to, and I was, you know, it's funny, I was talking with Mark Ronick, our, our mutual uh-huh. friend from the Realm yes. Network about all of this, and because uh, he had sent me a text saying, hey, I, I loved what you wrote uh, and said about uh, Buzz, and so we were yeah. talking, and, and Mark and I come from the same experience. Mark was an intern for you shortly after I was an intern for you, so we have similar experiences and I said you know I said to Mark when I was first starting out as a baby DJ in the middle 1990s sending out air check tapes and trying to advance my way up the ladder and get you know larger and larger uh, radio markets and so on and I would I'd call you on the phone all the time going buzz why don't why is it taking so long for a program director (laughs) x or y to get back to me about my air check tape why don't they like me buzz and so you're I'm getting on the phone whining to you about trying to kickstart my career in radio. And you always had the best advice and at the very least so immensely patient with my ongoing neuroses about working in radio. See, my memory is you didn't call often enough. Oh, okay. But, but, but I remember what I told you back then, which was, it always seems like it's taking an eternity. Yes. Uh, and because you're waiting for something and, uh, nothing happens on your watch as quickly as you'd like it to. Mm -hmm. Uh, and we forget a lot of times about all the other factors involved and the people it's got to be run by and uh, the the other things that come up that keep the person from who would hire you yeah. from hiring you. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so to us, we just seem like, well, I'm never going to hear from them. That's it. <laughs> it. And then, boom, you, it's like, and it's my philosophy about love in general, yeah. uh-huh. is uh, you find it when you stop looking for it. That's exactly right. That is yeah. so absolutely 1,000% yeah. true. And, you know, in terms of waiting for responses from program directors and everything like that, I was constantly <laughs> right. trying to find the balance between remaining hopeful and being patient with, uh-huh. am I being delusional now? Should I just give up and move on <laughs> with uh, yeah. radio station X or radio station Y. You know, that's okay. uh, that was always the challenge for me, you know. We could talk about how I dealt with that uh, tomorrow's show. Okay, uh, yeah, show. sounds good. Because we're going to, we're specifically zeroing in tomorrow on your career as a newsman and, and your career in uh, broadcast news and your experiences, radio station to radio station and and uh, how you would approach the news, your influences and things like that. So I, I can't wait to dig in tomorrow. I I promise you this. You'll laugh, you'll cry, it'll become part of you. (laughs) Well, okay, so American idiocracy marches on. This has been a theme in uh, what I've been talking about, writing about since, uh, God, since forever, at least since 2015 when Donald Trump descended the escalator and everyone, yeah, yeah, let's have that guy. Uh, so I've been on this hobby horse for some time now. You know, we previously discussed last week how PolitiFact had to fact check the claim that Joe Biden used weather weapons to <laughs> to attack <laughs> Texas. This has been a thing. But now uh, we have to uh, fact check the claim that the freezing temperatures and snow in Texas wasn't a Bill Gates conspiracy. There's no? Yeah, there's a viral TikTok clip going around. Of course there is. It was viewed uh, over 854,000 times. A woman talking about how the Bill Gates sent uh, fake snow. And, yeah. And then it, it, you'll each see that flake, it's... Yeah. Each flake had a microchip in it. <laughs> it she says here, you'll see it's not melting it's it's going to burn, she said. So, but yeah. they were doing it. The people are now taking cigarette lighters and trying to 
burn their snowballs and because the tested yeah yeah because of the butane and the lighter and so on the snow burns they're expecting it to melt and because the snow is burning when you that's proof that's all you need right there it's science science Science. exactly right yeah yeah you know i just want i wonder and maybe there's a sketch in this i wonder if there's a republican think tank somewhere that this is okay uh they bought that (laughs) let's see what else they'll buy and and they all they do is try to think up New bizarre conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, we're entering crisis territory now because I, I'm seeing all kinds of reports about people having their, you know, having to deal with their parents who've been indoctrinated into the Q yes. thing and family yes. members who are now just ass deep in Q conspiracy theories in that entire universe of freak dogs. And it's it doesn't seem to be dying off as quickly as uh, I was hoping that it would be without Trump in office, but, you know. Yeah, no, I... I think we're just feeling the effects of it. I mm. do think I do think that it's shrinking. Uh, for one thing, other and this is true, a lot of Q believers uh, lost their faith when Q never appeared uh, to save Donald Trump and America. <laughs> Uh, the, what they thought was going to happen didn't uh, you know the kind of the the coming of Q uh, never occurred and and uh, it actually did lose some followers over that we're hearing about it now and it's still out there it's very real yeah but uh, uh, again I this is a very uh, small and shrinking segment of the population I think and and there have always been crazies of flat earthers I mean uh, we've always had a certain degree of that I think there's more of it now. Thanks to, unfortunately, right-wing media and social media mm-hmm. uh, have both allowed this to spread. Uh, but uh, the vast majority of people, I, you know, I, you were talking about uh, how people admire Biden for, for being presidential, for being who he is. Uh, a lot of the people, and I think my, my elderly parents among them, voted for Biden this time uh, yeah. instead of Trump, even though they voted for Trump last time because they saw what happened. Uh, I mean, Biden got more votes because uh, people were voting against Trump this time, something that didn't happen uh, in 2016 when they were voting against Hillary Clinton. Uh, I don't know that uh, many people uh, b- besides Red Hats were voting against uh, Joe Biden in this election. So I, I think he has tr- tremendous support. And yeah. and it shows uh, it, it, there's this, I feel this drawback to sanity. I, for so many people, January 6th was too much. It was over yeah. the line. And, and uh, they have... Uh, distanced themselves from the Republican Party and from right-wing ideals and to some degree I think right-wing media since that happened mm-hmm. we'll have to watch the numbers we got to keep an eye on it I, I never mean to play down the danger uh, that these things pose but I, I I think it's more it's important to remember that uh, there are more of us than there are of them and That's right true. now we're, we're in charge so this is our opportunity to fix that yeah and so far so good Joe Biden seems to be doing pretty well you mentioned the numbers here I mean his spread according to RCP right now is plus 14.7 that's a pretty right. big fucking deal approve is uh 54.1 his disapprove is 39.4 and the only thing that's dragging that down the only reason that's at 14.7 in terms Uh of the spread as opposed to maybe closer to 20 is because fucking rasmussen rasmussen with their rigged poll with their you know their very very (laughs) lopsided red hat poll it's a little skewed yeah yeah they've only got (laughs) biden at plus two but they still have biden in positive territory so even according to rasmussen which is completely skewed toward Trump supporters. Conservatives, yeah. Yeah, even they have Joe Biden above water by just two points. But then you compare that to some of the other pollsters, Reuters, Ep- 
Ipsos got Biden up by 20 points. That's the yeah. spread according to you, you, reputable you take, pollsters. You take Rasmussen out of the uh, equation, take them out of the average, and uh, the number goes up, uh, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you have to take that with a grain of salt. You have to you always consider the source. Yeah. Well, and certainly there's the potential, too, for all of this to tighten. It always does. It, it tightens up a little bit. With You know, there's a, a bit of a honeymoon period after an inauguration where, you know, right. presidents tend to do pretty well initially, except Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald Trump was in negative territory in the polls from right out of the gate. But so far, so good with Joe Biden. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that people appreciate the normalcy. People appreciate the fact that even though they may not agree with Joe Biden on everything, they appreciate the fact that he's comporting himself with respect and dignity and at least doing the things that presidents normally do. What we always used to expect from our presidents, that quite frankly, for the previous four years, we forgot that actually those things actually happened because of and some, Repub- and some Republican voters voted for him because he's moderate. They didn't. Yeah. They didn't see him as the extreme liberal that. Uh the right-wing media is foolishly trying to make him out to be. Well, we're going to see Donald Trump again uh, this week, apparently on the 28th, which is Sunday. So Donald Trump is going to be at CPAC on Sunday. CPAC, by the way, this year, Buzz, the theme is America Uncancelled. So they're yes. going after cancel culture. That's the overarching theme at this week's or uh, this year's uh, annual FAP Fest here. Mm-hmm. The Matt Schlapp FAP Fest. I was trying to say that 12 <laughs> times fast. That's what I can't. I won't. <laughs> That's what I'm going to call it from now on. Uh, and so naturally, right before they launch their anti-cancel culture convention, their CPAC convention, their Matt Schlapp FAP Fest, is oh, wow they've I'm de- impressed they've decided to cancel one of their guest speakers for saying uh-huh. things that are obnoxious and terrible and they are obnoxious and terrible this person right. uh young pharaoh who i never heard of until this story right. um in a newsmax interview cpac's matt schlapp you know of the matt schlapp fat fest yes. sa- said of this event uh, our theme is america uncanceled and what a perfect way to demonstrate the grossness of our cancel culture than having donald trump speak well a few hours later cpac canceled scheduled speaker young pharaoh and this guy apparently uh, called Judaism a complete lie, and yes. Jewish people are thieving fake Jews. Yes, yes, that's what he said. Yeah, and so uh, they have tweeted out that, no, this guy said horrible things, and we can't have him at our match lap fat fest. But, but, but Trump was invited. And now I'm hearing, and maybe this is outdated, but I, the last I saw... Trump was uh, refusing or was was threatening not to go if uh, Mike Pence was there. So <laughs> really? Are you serious? Really, no, I'm serious. I, I didn't know that. that. Yeah. How Trump, did I not Trump, know that? Tr- Trump said he would not go to CPAC if Mike Pence were there. <laughs> now, may, maybe Mike Pence won't be there and Trump will go. Yeah. I, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what they do. But uh, it, when it comes to true conservatism, uh, it doesn't get any more truer or conservative than yeah. Mike Pence. So uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah. And uh, by the way, you, you practice that whole fat fest thing <laughs> i did not you, i just i just were... made i just wow. made that up i swear to god it's a better day than you thought it was you got through it like four times <laughs> that's right i'm impressed yeah uh, uh yeah it, you know 
Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I just I have to question the importance or, or influence in America of, of the CPAC. I mean, if you want to focus on the evil that Republicans are doing, uh, let's let's focus on the Republican state legislatures that are trying to restrict voting in so many uh, red states right now. Yeah. Uh, in spite of uh, efforts at the national level of H.R. 1 and uh, Senate Bill 1 uh, to actually make voting easier, states who indeed control elections, uh, the red states are, are now moving toward restricting uh, early voting, uh, all of that stuff, yeah. voting by mail. They're going after everything they can because, as we've said before, they can no longer win on the issues. It's mm-hmm. been a long time since they could win on the issues. They've had to rely on these cheats, these various cheats, whether it's voter suppression or, or uh, whatever it might be, uh, gerrymandering, the whole list. You know the list. Uh, that's that's their only that's their only route now, and that's what we should be focusing. We're going to focus on shutting down something on the conservative side, on the right wing side. It, it should be that. That's that's our most important, I think, focus right now. You know, and there's actually a, a, a story along those lines coming to us from the great state of Georgia that I want to talk about here. Something just awful, just dis- disgusting. Yeah, this is a, a Republican mm-hmm. thing. This is misogynistic. Yeah, this is borderline like pedophile shit. We're going to talk about that right after these words. You can't always get a clean you can feel good about inside and out unless you're using Bubble Genius Bath and Body Products. See, Bubble Genius is a woman-owned small business proudly creating our vegan-friendly products in America and supporting other U.S. businesses by buying our ingredients and supplies from them as often as possible. Plus, you'll be hard-pressed to find packaging as recyclable as ours. Visit BubbleGenius.com and check out our cause-related items too, like our global warming soap and a lot more. We donate our proceeds for those items to worthy causes, like organizations combating climate change and mountaintop removal mining. Good stuff like that. We also send our products to the troops overseas through our Buy a Soldier a Shower campaign. Because the least we can do is keep them smiling and smelling great, right? So visit BubbleGenius.com and feel good and clean. Bubble Genius, doing our part to make the world a better place, one bathtub at a time. That's BubbleGenius.com. You've blocked my flow, infected my mind with your lies. Had me convinced I can't be. Oh my God! Yeah. Wow. I uh, I'm suffering major hearing loss now from blasting this song for last 24 hours or so. This is Flying Jacob, brand new Flying Jacob. The last song I'll write from you from uh, I'm wow. sorry, the last song I'll write for you from Renew from their Renew album. FlyingJacob.com to support these guys. Oh my God, I love it so much. From Baltimore, Maryland. 
Wow. Yeah. That, I, I love that. I mean, mm. I love that. Yeah, wow. That, me too. That's powerful stuff. Me too. I can't wait for this pandemic to be over so I can go up and see them live. Uh, and, yes. uh, and I don't normally wear earplugs to concerts, and so <laughs> I'm expecting for my... <laughs> Hearing to be completely, completely blown out because of and I and I welcome it. I welcome it with open arms. I love yeah, flying Jacob so much. And it's not just loud; it's soulful. Yeah, and, yeah. man, do I love that! Exactly. Yeah, beautiful, just beautiful song. So, uh, let's see here. Georgia is considering, mm. and suffice to say, it's Georgia Republicans considering a panel of three physicians to evaluate girls' genitals for school sports. This is the latest big fucking bugaboo on the far right about, oh, my God, we can't have trans teens participating in sports because then the trans girls are going to outmatch the other girls. Well, and they're going to shower with them, worst of all. I mean, that's the true conservative fear, isn't it, really, at the heart of this? And, you know, somebody might see somebody's thing or lack of thing or or whatever, and and it's just ridiculous, and they're preying on this fear this this fear uh, to discriminate against you know people people yeah. who pay taxes and raise children and and are productive members of society let's go after them why it's because of ignorance and fear as usual uh, and, uh, you know, it, it, I'm not surprised by any of this. I, I, I'm sure that this won't survive a court challenge. It better fucking not. And in fact, this better get killed in committee as rapidly be as fucking possible. Sure. Yeah, I can't sure. even imagine this law actually going into effect. You want to talk about terrorizing people, terrorizing children? It's a great way to terrorize them. Yeah, let's get a weird, mysterious panel of probably men and line up, uh, you know, an entire array of high school-age girls who want to participate in sports and then go through and examine their genitals. It is fucking disgusting. What could possibly go wrong? How could that? I just don't see what... Oh, it's it's unbelievable, and it it is it comes out of this ignorance and fear, and this shows how if we're not careful, if we're not vigilant, ignorance and fear can become the law, and uh, it, it certainly did in the case of uh, racial discrimination in, in our past, and mm-hmm. uh, Republicans are still trying to manage it. Uh, Perhaps racially, but but certainly uh, when it comes to gender identity. Yeah, forget about personal liberty, and so so much of the rest of whatever they've in, you know kind of incorporated from libertarian uh, ideas into the Republican Party. This is all fucking blown out. They want big government, is what they want, and not just because it's the state government, the state of Georgia doesn't make any fucking difference. This right. is big government right. sticking their hands down the pants of children, basically. Right. Right. Oh, my God. Alex Jones and Roger Stone are under investigation for their oh. part in the uh, Capitol insurrection. And what's kind of amazing about this, Buzz, because now the FBI is looking into these guys, Department of Justice and so on. Right. Uh, what's amazing here is Alex Jones is already on record talking about his participation in the Capitol yes. insurrection. In fact, I had there's this video. audio. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's video and audio. I played this audio, I think, back, I want to say around... January 13 or something like that. I mean, okay. more than a month ago. But since then, it's now gone kind of viral where people are, oh, oh. <laughs> there yeah. he is ta- confessing to, and this is Alex Jones, confessing to his participation in the Capitol insurrection and tagging the FBI Twitter account, which is probably a, a good <laughs> idea. Yeah, this is a, here's Alex Jones describing part of his 
not only participation in the insurrection, but his coordination with the White House on uh, how to get the crowd down to the Capitol building. Then the White House told me three days before, we're going to have you lead the march. The Secret Service, before Trump finishes 30 minutes before so, will lead you to a point, take you out of the front row, and lead you to the place where they want you to start the march, and Trump will tell people, Go, and I'm going to meet you at the Capitol. So he's talking yeah. about coordinating with the Secret Service and how he was the designated Pied Piper to lead the crowd You know, be, uh, approximately a half an hour before the speech gets uh, wrapped up, which seems strange to me, or maybe I misinterpreted what he was talking about. But he's leading the crowd from mm-hmm. the Ellipse down to the Capitol building. That was his alleged role in all of this, at least in terms of that specific uh, uh, event, in terms of you know what he was assigned to do. Uh, there may have been more. I, I didn't see the rest of what he was describing, but that pretty much says everything you need to hear sure. about Alex Jones's participation in the insurrection. That is evidence. It's legitimate evidence. It's a yeah. voluntary recorded confession uh, accompanied by still photos and videos uh, yeah. proving his presence there. Uh, and and so many people have found themselves in the same situation. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. I'm very glad. Alex Jones is one of them. I'm very glad, as I said earlier, that the FBI has the the, the call records of uh, the members of Congress from January 6th, mm-hmm. so we know who else was in on this insurrection from the inside. Yeah. Uh, this is all wonderful evidence. Uh, there's a lot of it. And uh, so it takes a little while to get through it and to go through the process. But uh, we have seen evidence that the process is underway. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, I, I believe uh, that everyone involved, and including Alex Jones, perhaps I hope especially Alex Jones, will be punished. Well, you know, the other thing is, is that Alex Jones tends to be full of shit. Alex Jones makes up, I think, 99.9% of what Alex Jones yes, says is, is horse yeah. shit that he yanks out of his fat ass. But the thing is, you know, we've heard this story before. In fact, there's an Oath Keeper in the news today who said that she was uh, she participated as VIP security and coordinated with the Secret Service. This is according to CNN. And so this is something that was going on. We've heard other stories of coordination between the crowd and the White House, and we already know that the White House took over this event. This started out as right. being planned yes. by another group. It's true. And then the White House and Trump said, no, let's let's do this. Let's really do it up. Let's get Trump in there. Let's get video in there. We're going to produce some video. and. And, and make it a White House event. And that's what it became. It became a White House event, that's which right. is why I don't think you can separate Donald Trump from the insurrection of the fact that he was acquitted in the Senate uh, with the impeachment trial ultimately means nothing. There is still criminal liability here. And I'm sure you saw some of the clips from Merrick Garland's testimony yesterday, Buzz, showing that this guy is likely, and I'm not going to say he's going to do one thing or another, but it's likely that he's going to spend some time going after these fuckers. Oh, I think he made it clear that that's his top priority. He ain't fooling around here. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. I think that's his number one priority. And uh, I I, I take him at his word. Uh, And the evidence. I mean, we have so much evidence on so many people, not the least of whom is Alex Jones. Mm -hmm. But but there's so much audio and video evidence uh, and and print and written evidence from social media. Uh, about these people that uh, I think convictions are going to be easy to come by. And it's it's constantly amusing and, and fascinating to me yeah. to see uh, e- e- one after the other say, oh, Trump was directing this. The White House was directing this.
this. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I I was there because Trump said I should be. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's it certainly makes his defense a lot harder. Uh, it's going to take a while for justice to be meted out, but I believe it will be, and I believe that process is. Uh, already well underway. Oh, yeah. And, you know, uh, politically speaking, Merrick Garland might not float everyone's boat. He may not line up exactly with, you know, your particular ideas in terms of uh, what issues are are what. But I am so glad that he was nominated for attorney general. Uh, He should have been a Supreme Court justice. No doubt in my mind about that, especially now seeing him up close, seeing him answer these questions from... You know, a lot of fucking stupid fucking Republicans like John Kennedy and so on who don't know what the hell they're talking about. And to see him uh, taking those questions in stride and being right. a professional, being a totally. statesman, being a, the, the immensely intelligent and wise person that he is. Uh, I, I'm so glad that he's entering this role. And again, much like Joe Biden, he does have personal experience to bring to that's the true. table so that you know that's something that i think uh he will be able to use it and it will inform him as he proceeds through the conviction of these uh and, these people who did this insurrection these uh, terrorists who and i think a lot of what he said will win him the support of the american people and that's important for an attorney general yeah exactly right yeah. well okay we've got the uh post-mortem show coming up next on our patreon page patreon.com slash bob seska show or quite simply bobseskashow.com don't forget it you can bookmark it tell all your friends about it uh, and also oh yeah the all, uh, all caps patreon link beneath the logo at bobseska.com thank you very much okay let's see we're going to talk about uh, a little bit more about Ted Cruz because I got a funny bit of audio to play oh, uh, from, from Ted Cruz's house <laughs> fun protest that happened uh, a couple of days ago yes yes yeah. there's a lot of gold to mine there absolutely so we're going to talk about that uh, maybe a little Josh Hawley in there um. Oh, yeah. Mike Lindell is getting sued yes. by Dominion. <laughs> oh, what a shame! And I think we're going to talk about Louis DeJoy a little bit, Good. and and he deserves so. some discussion because fucking Louis DeJoy. I don't know how he is still postmaster general. I don't okay. know how this is continuing to happen. He should have been bounced the day Joe Biden was inaugurated. There's a lot to do. Yeah, still uh, more, to, more to come here on the show and our, uh, as I said, our postmortem show on our Patreon page. Bonus content just for you when, we, when this music stops playing. We keep on talking and we present that to you on our Patreon page. Okay, folks, we'll see you over there. Buzz Burbank is going to be on our interview show tomorrow. See you over there. Bye-bye. Hold it, don't nobody move. One last thing here. We are so grateful that vaccinations for COVID-19 are underway. While we're nearing the finish line for this brutal pandemic, getting there means staying safe. For the foreseeable future, only respirator face masks provide real protection from transmission. Unfortunately, the huge demand and limited supply of respirators means we're flooded with fakes and counterfeits that do almost nothing. Right now, the NewDealShop.com has FDA-authorized N95 respirator masks with anti-fraud labeling on every single package that can be very verified right on the manufacturer's website. They're listed in the United States by the NPPTL and provide the most significant level of protection. These respirator masks are in stock in the U.S. and ship immediately for free. Go to thenewdealshop.com now and get verified, authenticated, FDA-authorized N95 masks shipped immediately to your home or business. That's thenewdealshop.com, thenewdealshop.com. Go now.